What is it? Your father's lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi Knight. Not as clumsy or random as a blaster. An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. Greetings, Bucketheads. Mevar Tigar. Welcome to the welcome to a special bonus episode of the Mandovision Podcast. This is a special edition episode. We are today, today, February 7th, 2021. We are celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day. Us and a bajillion other Star Wars podcasts are are uh, commemorating this as Star Wars Podcast Day as a way to uh, uh Celebrate the Star Wars fan audio community, which we are really proud members of. And and you may wonder, why is it February 7th? Well, that is the, the, the launch day of the very first Star Wars podcast back in 1999. So people have been podcasting about Star Wars for 20 plus years now. And uh, we are really, really excited to be a, a member of that community. And, and uh, again, to be participating in Star Wars podcast day for 2021, uh, uh just a, a wonderful sense of community amongst Star Wars podcasters. You know, we're all uh, very friendly on social media, which is nice. You know, we don't—I don't think at least not too many of us view each other as as like some kind of cutthroat competition. Uh, you know, where we must eliminate the competitors for all the listeners. Not really what this is all about at all. So we are doing a special podcast episode for Star Wars Podcast Day. Now, before we kind of get into what today's episode is going to be about, uh, let me remind you the best way to reach out to this Star Wars podcast is via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share the show with all the Mandalorians in your covert, and if possible, so inclined, and you're listening on that Apple uh, Apple iTunes, that Apple podcast, give us those sweet, sweet, sweet five-star reviews. They uh, They help us crack that algorithm wide open so that we can get the word out about what we're doing over here on the Mandovision podcast and, and get more people to come and check us out and, and see if they dig what we're doing. Hopefully you all listening now are digging what we're doing. Uh, and if you're a new listener, welcome, I should say. I mean, there's a possibility that this will attract new listeners to the podcast. So if this is your first time checking out Mandovision, uh, welcome. And I hope you enjoy yourself and I hope you stick around uh, because we have a lot of fun on this podcast. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we're talking about Star Wars. It doesn't get much more fun than that. So we're all here for the same reason. Uh, I do want to mention also, we are part of the 3BZ network of podcasts. You can head on over to 3BZine.com. You will find links to all the shows on the network, which include Beer Night in San Diego, a indie beer podcast. You will find uh, the link to the TomCast podcast, our pop culture-based podcast hosted by yours truly. And of course, links to the show MandoVision, again, hosted by me. I'm Tom. Uh, you will also find a link to our store MB page because uh, if you're digging us, why not? Why not wear some of our sweet, sweet merch? Uh, many of many items in that store uh, contain pictures of my face, so who doesn't want to wear that on their body? <laughs> There's nothing better than walking around town with a picture of yourself on your chest. Let me just tell you that much. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! All right. Well, listen. I'm going to tell you what what. Uh, 
what this episode is all about here in just a second. But if, again, if this is your first time listening to, to MandaVision, there's something very important you must do before we proceed. And that is strap on your buckets. Let's go. Here's where the fun begins. How long before you can make the jump to light speed? Take a few moments to get the coordinates from the Navi computer. You kidding? The rate they're gaining? Traveling through hyperspacing like dust and crops, boy. All right. For our very special Star Wars Day podcast, uh, this is going to be sort of a. Uh, a, a get to know me episode of the show. Uh, you know, maybe a lot of you are listening to the show because you're enjoying the content, but you didn't you didn't come over from Beer Night in San Diego, or you don't know me from the Tomcast podcast. Uh, so you you maybe maybe you're wondering a little bit about uh, um my Star Wars origins, I suppose. Uh, and to do so, we are going to be linking up with my brother, and he. My brother is a veteran podcaster. He has been on many episodes of the Tomcast podcast, and uh, uh, he is a. A bastion of, of of knowledge, as far as as far as our history goes, because the older I've gotten, the more I have I have forgotten, and 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 so he is here to to help set the record straight, and he's gonna keep make, he's gonna make sure that I stay on point with with all the information that I try to relay to you guys, guys and gals, and, and fine folks that are listening to the show, and 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 sort of the, what we want to do it's gonna be kind of a fun reminiscence of, you know, why Star Wars impacted us as, as deeply as it did when we were young, and and you know. The, the hows and whys of, of it being so meaningful and so impactful for us and why it stayed with us uh, for, you know, well into our adult life. Uh, I don't think any of the content is going to be... Uh, I don't think we're going to, like, blow your hair back with any, like, amazing stories. You know, I, th- I think a lot of us, uh, particularly those of, of the same generation as, as my brother and I, we have a very similar uh, origins in coming to Star Wars stories. But I, I thought it might be a fun way to celebrate Star Wars Day by kind of getting to know me, getting to know my brother, and and hopefully, uh, um, you know, we connect, we, we learn more about each other, because hopefully you guys will share your stories with me. I would love to hear them, and, and as we said in the, in the introduction to the show, reach out via, via social media, you know, at Mando underscore Vision, if there's, uh, if you want to share your Star Wars story with me, I'd love to, to hear how you came to the fandom. I mean, what was it in the original, the original, and I say original, I mean Episodes four, five, and six was that was that your timeline? Timeline two was that your period? Did you come to it uh, via the prequels, uh, or, or was there another way? Another way in was was it Star Wars video games you grew up playing as a kid, or or the comic books from Dark Horse when they had the license, or even you know the the Marvel the comic book strips, anything? I mean, there there's so many avenues to become a Star Wars fan. I mean, I think eventually you get to the films if if you came in through the, one of those other forms of media. But but still, I, I, everyone out there has a, has a, a unique way of, of how we got here, how we all got to be Star Wars fans together, and uh, the, that's the that's the best part, is is we're in this together. We we are celebrating a love of something that that has, has brings us all together. And you know, I, I talked about it in a recent episode. You know, maybe we don't always agree on on the best course for Star Wars. You know, maybe we we have radically different opinions on the sequel trilogies or the prequels or even even episodes four, five, and six. Um, but as long as we, 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 we have sound arguments and we, we treat each other with respect, then it's okay to disagree too. But it's also a lot of fun when we do agree and, and we can just kind of get all excited about everything together. And, and that's what I want to do here. That's, that's the kind of podcast that Mando Vision is. Uh, we're, we're, we're celebrating every episode that we do on the show. We're celebrating our fandom for Star Wars. And again, that's why I, I want to give you all a chance to kind of get to know me, get to kind of know the behind the scenes, my, my sort of uh, personal Jedi holocron 
of how I got here and, and the knowledge that Star Wars imparted on me and, and, and all that good stuff. So my brother's going to be linking up with us in just a minute. I already told you, but if you didn't listen the first time around, I mean it. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Uh, uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, it had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? All right. Hey, we're on the Skype, and we have linked up with my brother, Mark, who, uh, as implied by him being my brother, we grew up together. We watched Star Wars together many, 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 many times. And uh, it was a very powerful part of our childhood. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Mark, that's a wonderful introduction to the audience. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're contributing on this level so far. <laughs> Howdy. Howdy. That's my brother. You're up in the Los Angeles area. Yes. I'm down here in San Diego. So at least we're in the right time zone. That's good news. Yeah, uh, makes it easier. So you're two years younger than me. Uh, I was born in 78. Star Wars came out in 77. You right. were born in 80, and that's when Empire came out. Yeah. But the thing I was thinking about the other day, and I, I wanted your help remembering this. Obviously, you were young. I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but the, my question was, I, I distinctly remember, and I know you, I know you remember too, we saw Return of the Jedi in movie theaters Wheaton, Maryland, mm-hmm. 1983. Did we see Return of the Jedi first, or had we watched Star Wars on TV? Because I remember watching it on TV, but I can't quite remember what came first. I have no idea. That is, all right, riveting. I was, <laughs> I was I, hoping you had an insight for me on that, because I, I kind of sort of think we saw Jedi first. Probably. I mean, that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. It's possible we saw Star Wars on TV before that but you know you would have been like two-ish almost three right. <laughs> and and when jenna came out i was almost five and i i remember right. sitting in that movie theater and watching it and 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 just being like i don't know what this is but it's amazing <laughs> yeah i don't even I, I don't even remember seeing it in theaters no i no. know that we did yeah but i don't remember it oh interesting interesting so I think it was after that. I think seeing Jedi is sort of what kicked off. Um, I think that's what kicked off watch, us watching it on television and getting to see it on TV when it would be like on ABC or whatever like that. Then we'd be able to watch it on Sunday nights. But I also very much remember going uh, to our neighbor's house, uh, Chris, who had yes. all the Star Wars toys. Yes. You know, we had some Star Wars toys. He right. had all the Star Wars toys. Uh, and I sort of think him watching the movie with him for the first time was what really kind of got us into it. And then we would go down and play with the toys and we were like blown away by all of it. Right. That's sort of my my recollection of it. Does that jive with uh, yours? Yeah, I would say that definitely lines up. <laughs> uh, and obviously from that point on, I mean, we were hooked. And, and the other part of the, the timeline that I was trying to remember, because I think it was it was watching the movies with Chris in our early childhood was was our main way of watching it, and then when it would be on ABC, uh, yeah. because we didn't have a VCR until I think what eighty eight. I want to say like eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. And, and once we had a VCR, though, it was all bets are off because because mom did get 
all three of the Star Wars movies on VHS for us. Right. And then I think that's really what kind of kicked off the obsession once we had access to watching them whenever we wanted. Right. Yeah. And especially in the summertime, because uh, you and I, uh, uh, we would be out of school, but our parents both worked, so we, we'd be at the house by ourselves. And the, again, this is like 87-ish, so we're a little bit older at this point, and we were trusted to be okay. Yeah. So we just parked in front of the TV and watched Star Wars over and over and over again. <laughs> quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> and uh, as I remember, you became quite obsessed with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Now, I, I remember as well, because, again, this is the, the, the 80s, the, the era of the, the Kenner action figures and toys. And uh, we after, after, sometime after Jedi, we did get uh, the big giant plastic lightsabers with, like, the huge black hilts. You know, yeah. you, you had to put two hands around to even hold the darn thing because it was so big. Yeah. And we would go out in the wintertime. We, we would stand on the mounds of snow from the snowplow, and we would have our lightsaber battles out there. Good times. <laughs> and I remember you had the green lightsaber and I had the red. And we would really go whack at each other with those things. Yeah, I remember we beat the hell out of each other. <laughs> we beat the hell out of each other and those lightsabers. They did not survive forever. No, no they did not. <laughs> I remember the first time that one of us hit... I, I, I don't remember if it was you hit me or I hit you. And the lightsaber like wrapped around us because we hit each other so hard that it like bent around our our arm or whatever. It's probably me getting hit. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe it was. I was the older one. It's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess that's you know maybe it was all the toys and all the merchandise that 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 was partially responsible for our our ever growing kind of fascination with it. But but do you remember some of like the early things that really stuck out to you about why you became a Star Wars fan? Um. You know, I think it was just that it had such such a mythic quality to it. Um, you know, you know, it's it it's just such a um, kind of classic epic story, and it's you know reminiscent of something like the Arthurian legends, the Knights of the Round Table kind of stuff. And I think that's what really stood out to me and kind of appealed to me because it gave it this um, this kind of mystery and this mystique to it. And I think that's also why the the Luke Skywalker character appealed to me as a kid um, because he was he was at the center of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, very astute. I, I, I pretty much feel the same way. I think it was this sort of I mean, we, we knew, like, like the broad strokes of some, of, of like, you know, real mythology. Because, you know, you get, you get like, a very basic version when you're a kid. Yeah. Uh, and this was, like, a whole new mythology with laser swords and, and, and blasters and, and starships and, and big giant Wookiees. And it right. was just kind of, like, it just kind of hit everything that kids our age wanted to see. Um and it was it was that classic kind of uh, like King Arthur esque kind of story, you know, with the with the the farm boy who becomes the the great noble hero. You have uh, the, the the princess, you know, you have uh, sort of like the, the the scoundrel with the heart of gold sort of thing going on with Han, right? And it just and 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 then obviously the the, the visuals of, of a bad guy like Darth Vader, you know, sort of like the, the like this black knight, you know, right? It it just hit this this 
this right the right balance of, of mythology, but you know, action adventure, and it's set in space, which was exciting. Yeah, and it was it was just so unique. There was just nothing else like it. Uh, not not that we got to watch tons of television, you know. At that point, we were, you know, we weren't staying up late watching you know, Buck Rogers at that point, <laughs> or Battlestar Galactica, or any of that stuff was going. You know, we didn't we we came across Battlestar like years later. You know, so like this was very right. very new to us, and it was just like this amazing thing. We couldn't believe, at least for me, it was like I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I just became just fascinated by every aspect of it. And and I also remember this was like the first time that I paid attention. You know, we you know we watched movies. We grew up watching movies. That that was our thing. That was the eighties, basically. Yeah. But this was the first time I paid attention to, you know, written, directed by, and and those things. And I you know I paid attention to who the actors were, and and okay. it it's I don't know. I mean, it just I was just so captivated by the whole thing. I wanted to know like like someone wrote this story. Like who wrote this story? Who is this George Lucas guy? And, you know, right. it, would, it would take a long time before you figured that out. Before we had access to uh, like a lot of interviews and stuff like that with the man. Um, but it, I remember it being the first time that I paid attention to to the credits. You know, usually the credits would roll in a movie, and that was when we would either turn it off or leave the theater or whatever it was. We watched those credits. <laughs> right. And I don't. I don't think it didn't. It didn't hurt that you had that amazing John Williams score playing at the same time too. Yeah, it made the credits almost as exciting as the movie. Yeah, and I, I you know, I don't want to undersell that aspect of of the feature too, but like the, the the you know the music and and the way it opens and it's just this, this just wonderful space epic. And it, right. like I said, everything, every piece of it is so thought out. Mm-hmm. I think you ha- you would have had to be, I don't I don't even know. Like you would have had to be kind of like. <laughs> dead on arrival to not appreciate that movie i guess i mean there's you know there's plenty of people who who don't like it i suppose yeah but i i think at the time uh, you you would make the argument that it, at the very least it was like something you had never seen before maybe it didn't quite resonate with everybody but it resonated right. with, with a, 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 a very distinct majority of people yeah no it was definitely you know unique and and one of its kind at the time yeah, yeah, and you know, as I think as we got older, it was one of those movies that was able to stand the test of time because we could start to see all the wonderful things in it, all the influences. As as you and I became older and we started experiencing more and more movies, I mean, you would that you you understood that hero's journey that Luke goes on. You know the, uh, you know, eventually we, we would you and I would get to like Joseph Campbell, and and, and that right. whole thing. Uh, and then obviously we would learn about the Kurosawa influences later, but like there was just something that I don't know. It was kind of hard to describe for, from a, a child's perspective, but you could just—it was just so visually interesting. And then when you would go and discover Kurosawa, or you'd read the Joseph Campbell books, you're like, oh man, this is where it all came from. Right. And it's one of those few times I think that uh, your education could be tied into, into Star Wars in a certain extent. Like you're, you are. I should, I should, I should give you credit here. You are a a big cinephile. You have graduated from film school. You are a man with a, a director's eye. You have directed plenty of short film, many a short film. Uh, I wouldn't say many. A handful of short films. A handful. Uh, I mean, I, how did Star Wars contribute to your journey to do that? I mean, it was. It laid the foundation, I think, for my interest in in film. Um, I think, like you, 
they were the first movies that I kind of paid attention to the credits. Although I think part of that was partly just because of your influence. Um, but yeah, and they gave me a sense a sense for story and how stories work in terms of uh, you know three act structure and in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the the beginning you know you have the the beginning of the movie the introduction of of all the characters and then in the second act you get your characters to the absolute sort of lowest point and then in the third act you have them triumph and it was very simplistic you know but but at the time yeah it definitely it, it gave me that that basic understanding of, of, of storytelling. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you on, on that hundred percent. Um, same for me. Uh, you know, I got interested in, in story, uh, because of star Wars and, and being like, Oh man, someone wrote this. I want to write, I want to write like this. I want to write some amazing epic thing like this. And, and yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. There's, there's so many lessons to be learned from it and, and from what, uh, George Lucas did put into it. And especially in the, in those, those movies that we grew up with in particular, you know, episodes four or five and six, uh, just, I, you know, it, it doesn't hurt that you had amazing actors to bring those characters yeah. to life. Like I said, I mean, that's one of the boxes that has to be checked too. You know, yeah. Lucas could have written the best characters ever, but if he didn't have the right actors in the part, you know, maybe it doesn't work out the way that we all remember it working out for us. So right. it is a wonderful confluence of, of, of the perfect casting and, 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 you know, shrewd directing and good choices and, and things like that. So I, I don't want to uh, just say that it was inevitable that Star Wars would have been what it is, uh, mm. because I don't think it was at all. But B- Lucas believed in the vision, and, and that was something that I think we could also sink our teeth into. It was like, this, this man believed in this enough that like, he is this, this guiding influence. And again, that was something that was fairly unique at the time. We weren't seeing a lot of uh, writer-directors who cultivated an entire franchise. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that had been really seen before. Yeah, I mean the only thing I could, else I can think of is 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 also Lucas based is but that that would be but with Spielberg for the Indiana Jones movies. Right. That was the only yeah. other time I remember like this this one individual being so intrinsically linked to another set of of things. You know, whenever we would get like a, like sequels for stuff uh and I'll I'll refer to like the, the Superman movies. It's like you saw the same producers, but it was always written by somebody else. It was always directed by somebody else. There was never like a, a steady tone or a steady visual uh, kind of uh, influence, right? I mean, it was always based on whatever director was hired to shoot it a certain way. Yeah, I mean, you know, Superman 2 does feel very similar to the first one for the obvious reason that, you know, it was... Donner directed you know, like 75% of it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But but even but even with something like that, like you could tell something was was just a little bit off. Like there wasn't the same kind of care put into it as as there was in into the original. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I feel like we were very fortunate uh, in a lot of regards. I, I mean, again, I'm old, so I'm nostalgic. Uh, you know, in a lot of ways about the '80s. But I think we grew up in a very fortunate time where we were able to kind of just overindulge our, our, our love of these movies by just popping them in the VCR whenever we wanted and, you know, having, yeah. like, our own little Star Wars marathons, you know, over the summer or over winter break or whatever it was because, 
I mean, by and large, we had access to the TV and the VCR whenever we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that yeah. definitely helped. <laughs> You know, yeah. and in in you know, obviously, in a lot of senses, kids have it a little bit better today because I mean, they could just watch Star Wars on their phone if they want to pop it in. Blasphemy! <laughs> you what never, are you doing? You're never gonna watch Star Wars on your phone, huh? No, it was bad enough watching it on uh, on a TV. You know, it was I, they really are meant to meant to be seen big. Well, you know, let's let, let's go ahead and fast forward that because that that is a, 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 an interesting aspect of our sort of history with Star Wars. I mean. You know, again, we saw Jedi as as very very young children. That was our only experience uh, seen in theaters. And I mean, I just remember, like I said, I remember the screen being huge and being overwhelmed by everything I was I was trying to see as as a small child. Uh, sure. But yeah, I mean, we watched it on TV the rest of our lives, and we I mean, we had a fairly I shouldn't say the rest of our lives, but the majority of our childhood. Yeah. And and uh, uh, you know, we had a fairly large television, which was nice, but again. Everything was a it was it was an old tube TV. I mean, so everything is a small small little square. You don't yeah. have the aspect ratio. You know, right. we, for, I mean, obviously, kids of our age had no idea what aspect ratio was. We didn't even know like what widescreen meant. <laughs> yeah, and when it when it first started, we were like, "What's wrong with the with the picture?" Yeah, but then then came the time where uh, I want to say mid nineties ish. I think we were able to find like the, our first copies of the VHSs in Letterbox? I don't remember that. Uh, my my first experience with the Letterbox, I think, was the... Not the special editions, but when they did the THX remasters, I think in, like, 96. Was so, that, yeah. Was yeah, that 96? Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think when the special editions came out. I think the first 97? one was 97. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember. I have a, a, I, I still have it somewhere. I have like the, the widescreen box set, of the of the trilogy. And, yeah, and so do I. I yeah, I want to say, I want to say that was like yeah, ninety four, ninety five. So yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. And that was the first time we were able to, able to see that, and we're like, wow, there's so much more to this picture, and it, it lends so much more scope to to what we thought Star Wars was. Well, just that, and the fact that you know, for years. We would see that shot in A New Hope of of Luke looking through his binoculars at a banta and saying he saw a sand person. And, and we, we never see saw him. it. We never saw it. <laughs> and then when the widescreen came out, I was like, oh, <laughs> there is I a get sand it. person there. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, after, I think it was like after that, we're like, oh, pain and scan sucks. We're never watching that again. Yeah. <laughs> but but then, uh, you know, a couple years later, like you said, like we said, 97. Star Wars, the special editions come out. We're going to have a chance to watch the original Star Wars movies in a theater for the first time. Now, I, I, I know that there were probably, again, we were in the D.C. area, so I'm assuming there were like some art house theaters that would on occasion play old prints of, of Star Wars you know, leading up to this. But we never knew about them, and we never went into the city. We were in the suburb. We were suburb kids. I mean, that's just what it was. Right. So, yeah. so... You know, any any kind of art house theater that was playing old old prints of Star Wars before that, we weren't aware of them. That that right. wasn't our 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 wheelhouse. So it was the special editions in '97, and it was pretty darn exciting watching Star Wars for the first time in a big theater. Oh, it was great. Yeah. You know the the when the, when that when that the, everyone references it, so I, I might as well as well. But that opening shot of the Star Destroyer coming overhead, and and seeing that you know 
with amazing uh, Dolby Digital sound and and the whole thing, or the THX sound, I guess, right? That was that was THX stuff back in the day, right? Yeah, it was THX. I th- I think though, but I think that it also depends on you know the sound system in, in the, the movie theater. theater, right? Yeah, not every theater was I think THX, THX certified. Right. Uh, I think the uh, I think the Uptown in in Northwest DC was. And that, that was really... I, don't, I I didn't see them at the Uptown. I think I was I was seeing them at like normal movie theaters. No, no, no. I I would see them at you know the 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 nearest one to to home. But yeah. then you know you you'd get together with somebody and be like, hey, let's get down to the Uptown and stand in line with like a bunch of clowns for two hours and watch you know go see Star Wars. Yeah. Because uh yeah you know it, uh, kids check it out. Back in the day, you had to stand in line for movie tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was totally worth it. It was. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, and that opened up a whole a whole new thing. And I, I won't get into like critiquing the special editions because there, there were definitely parts of it that were like, nah, I don't know if I needed that in there. <laughs> but yeah, but it was definitely like, I didn't care. I was seeing Star Wars in the theater. It, it, you know? Exactly. I, th- I feel like the critiques came later. You know, the, yeah. those first couple times you watched them, you were just like really impressed by a lot of the stuff they were doing. Uh, yeah. The the kind of like the, the the way the 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 X wing, the X wing fight at the end in particular, the way that was sort of enhanced by some of the right. digital effects they were doing. Um, yeah, really impressive stuff. But yeah, seeing it for the first time in the big screen was awesome. Yeah. And again, like I said, I think that's one of the one of the. Well, hold on. Let me let me let me backtrack a little bit. So that was great. But that was sort of like the beginning of this next generation, this next, uh, to, to, to quote a bad movie, The Rise of Skywalker again, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, but let's talk about that period in between where, where you and I, we just watched our VHSs. Yeah. And, and that was all we had. You know, there wasn't any other more material after Jedi. You know, they, they, Kenner kept putting out toys for a while. And we yeah. would get some of those, and we were like, what the hell is this? This wasn't in the movie. But whatever. We played with it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but but for a long time, it was just us watching it on VHS. And I think there was a lot, again, for a lot of people our age, that was what you did. You kept Star Wars alive by just watching it over and over again. And I don't remember, so I'm hoping you can let me know if I'm, if I'm mistaken here. But I feel like it was you and I, as like the Star Wars fans, like not a lot of our friends felt the same way that we did or had like you know they liked it but they didn't they weren't obsessed with it the way we were mm-hmm. and it wasn't until i know for me it wasn't until I, I first got to high school that i found more like like-minded star wars fans um for a long time it was it was like one of those things where i, I couldn't find anyone to connect with about star wars yeah i i would say that that's true for me too so yeah and that's one of the things i was thinking about i was like i was like i think mark and i really bonded a lot about Star Wars because we were the only people who felt the same way about it in our circles, uh, you know, of, of friends and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why we have such a strong uh, connection, particularly to the original trilogy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and uh, but I, I do remember being really excited because we were just starting to get into comic books in, in the early nineties. We were a little late to comic books in a lot of senses uh, because our 7-Eleven stopped selling them right after we started buying them. Yeah, but I want—I mean, we we were into it like early '90s, weren't we? It was early '90s, but I think we we even got into it a little bit earlier, like '88ish, '80 or '89ish probably, when we could pick them up at the 7-Eleven because that was the thing closest to the house. 
Yeah, yeah, we had bought we had bought a few. Yeah, you know, but it, it wasn't anything that I was at that point in time. It wasn't anything that I like seriously considered, you know, collecting. Like, oh, I want to read this regularly. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember some old Punisher books from like the very first volume, and and uh, like early yep. early early issues of X Factor. Uh, I think uh, Green Lantern Mosaic, and I was like, I don't know who this Green Lantern is because he's not the one from Super Friends. <laughs> I remember an issue of Batman with Clayface, and I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> right, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was it, like, why is Batman fighting a mud monster? Uh, eventually, though, we got to, uh, the, you know, the, this this point in the 90s was sort of the, the also the rise of the, the comic book store in a lot of senses. And and so we found yeah. a comic book store eventually. And, and lo and behold, we found... There were there were new Star Wars comics, not not the old Marvel ones, you know, because we had, because again we were kids of the eighties, we, we grew up with Star Wars, so we had C three PO serial, we we would yes. cut out the UPCs to send away for the Return of the Jedi adaptation comic books from Marvel. We had those. I remember those. <laughs> yeah. uh, that I, I, would... I loved the artwork in it. I just remember loving the artwork in it. I could just flip through it all day long looking at that artwork. Oh my God! Yeah, I think it was like uh, wasn't it like Russ Manning and Al Williamson? I think. I have I have no idea. I I wish I knew. I, I think that's I think that's right. Uh, Russ Manning art and uh, Al Williamson I think is the t- is the team who did that. But yeah, I mean you're right. I mean it, it was they were these beautiful comic books that we had. Um, got it. Now I think about it, those were probably the very first comic books we ever had. Probably. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, we cut out the UPCs from the C three PO serial, and that's how we got them. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I forgot that's how we got them. That we got them from the, the yeah. They, they came in the mail. They came as a set yeah. of four from the mail. Yeah, and it was Marvel Comics, and it was our first time. Yeah, my God, I just realized that too. I don't think I'd ever really connected that dot. How about that? <laughs> how about it? <laughs> well, anyways, so the, those back in those early '90s, you know, we started going to specialty comic book stores, and we found out there was new comic books out. There was Dark Empire from Dark Horse yes. Comics, a, yeah. a sequel. A, a all of our favorite characters a couple years after the events of the return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And that was for us, that was sort of like the, the, the kickoff of, of reigniting the fire. That was our fandom. Right. Am I wrong? I think so. I, and I mean, I think, you know, again, it was kind of in particular for you. And then you kind of told me about it and I was like, Oh yeah, sure. You know, I'll, I'll give it a try. And, um, you know, but I was always very the the comics and the books were always very hit or miss for me. I I know you were a lot more loyal to them, um, but I remember I would just read them and just a lot of the time. And I like I liked Dark Empire, but a lot of the time, a lot of the comics, I was just like, ah, these suck. <laughs> I well, all right, I can't a hundred percent disagree because I can't remember many of them, but <laughs> there were many that I did like. Yeah, I just remember there were some. It was it was just like I, I would just try to read them. It was like I wanted to like them, and I was just like, this is just not not happening for me. <laughs> but that was also sort of the kickoff of, of what would become the expanded empire or the expanded universe. I mean, because it was yeah. shortly after that that we started getting the novels, like the Timothy Zahn novels, and yeah. then the sort of relentless flood of Star Wars books that came after that. <laughs> that I I think you kept up with it. I never could. I don't know how you did that. Uh, I. Used to ride the the metro to work, so I had a oh, good commute right. to read on. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. They just didn't really hold my attention enough. Like, uh, you know, I enjoyed the Zon books, but then kind of everything after that, you know, it was just like forcing myself to to read something. Yeah, hey, it wasn't for everybody. I understand, uh, but but for a lot of us, it it helped kind of sustain our our Star Wars love while there were no new movies and, and no you know anything going on. Yeah, well, I mean, it it, it certainly did that for me. It kept, it kept me interested in Star Wars, but it just made me. Uh, you know, want good Star Wars. Yeah, and I, I you know, I'm not going to go through the entire timeline. Uh, that's that's kind of where right where I want to stop actually, because you know, it, yeah. Then the special editions come out, and and that's kind of like off to the races because it's, it's shortly after that that Lucas decides that the technology is good enough. He's ready to come back to Star Wars. It's it's prequel time, and then that, I mean, and then for, I mean, it's been Star Wars on a, a fairly regular basis in in one form or another ever since that that period. Um, yeah, but but we're kind of here to talk about the the initial connections that we made to it, and and I guess I just want to know why, like, in 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 the deepest levels of your heart, <laughs> what oh, what boy. is it? What is it that Star Wars means to you exactly? Wow, um, I don't know. What does Star Wars mean to me? I think. I mean, it it kind of comes down to that basic concept of, of good triumphing over evil, as um, as George Lucas likes to say. Uh, the original trilogy is is non cynical, mm-hmm. and I think it appeals to people for for that reason, even if they don't don't necessarily realize it. Um, you know, and I think to kind of go back to what you were saying before about like the the Joseph the Joseph Campbell stuff. Um, you know, I think it it taps. Like I said, it's this mythical story, and because of the the camp the the Joseph Campbell influences, um, you know, it hits all of those all of those archetypes, mm-hmm. so that. Um, so that you know, even kids, even when you're a kid, you may not necessarily consciously understand it, but intrinsically, you know, you do understand it, you know. And eventually, when you get older, you're able to kind of like figure it out once you once you learn about um, where all where all these stories that have been passed down come from and how every you know, every story is uh, kind of, I don't want to say the same, but, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of it. I, I, I don't know really how to, how to boil it down succinctly into... No, no, it's, it's a complicated question, don't get me wrong, because, I mean, I, I think Star Wars means something different to, to everyone. Uh, you know, and I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, the, uh, I, I, I sort of connect to... The sort of um, relentless hope, hopefulness of, of the of the of the early, of the first trilogy, of the right. sort of standing up for the right thing against dark forces, and and there's there's something very elemental, very very sort of instinctual uh, of, about the, the that first trilogy, yeah, you know, particularly particularly episode episode four, you know, particularly about a new hope, that just yeah. it's it just it's it's I feel like it's just kind of something in the core of so many people. And so it just it resonates when you watch it, and it, it it 
you you can't help but feel good about everything that's happening, uh, the, what you're witnessing on the screen. Like you said, you know, Luke's journey, uh, Han coming back to to help. You know, the the the, the defeat of evil here, and and it's just it, it it's like I said, there's just something kind of instinctual about it that that is um, at the core of just really good storytelling, and really good storytelling just resonates uh, for me. Uh, on a lot of levels and I, I never knew that about myself I think this is one of the first this was like my first experience with that and I think that's why it it resonates so much with me because I do fancy myself a a storyteller of, of a different sort than, than George Lucas obviously uh, but I, I I feel like I have that kind of creative gene so I, right. I love the way that it, it, it like I said it just I watch it now I watch it nowadays and I still feel that you know, deep inside, it just makes me feel good to watch this movie. You know, I, I, I have, I cannot, I, I cannot objectively criticize really anything in, in particularly in episode four. I just, it, it just makes me feel right. Everything's right in the world when I watch that movie. I mean, the, the world could be on fire outside around me, but I won't believe it. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm, I'm so into this that this is my world right now, and that's all that matters. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know that's that's one of the reasons. I mean, when I started uh, getting getting into podcasts, in the back of my head, I always knew I wanted to do uh, a Star Wars podcast at some point, and it was just kind of waiting to find the right vehicle or the right uh, uh, t- the right the right time, but the right sort of approach to it. Like, what was I going to talk about on a, on a regular basis? I knew I wanted to talk about Star Wars, but I didn't want to just come on board and start just having a podcast where I was discussion about it, which right. I guess I could have done. Why not? Um, I don't think it that'd be kind of boring, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just some, just some guy just professing his love for Star Wars. Oh, I mean, it, it's it's always been something that I've enjoyed talking about, and and you know, like I said, it, it wasn't until like roughly high school that we found. We started finding more like-minded Star Wars fans out there that we we could talk to and, and and connect with and bond with this this over. And then I know also for us there was an extension of that when we got into like the comic book store and we would go to Adventure Comics and 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 just you know hang out and and chat with people and and like that was a big part of our youth as well as as part of our kind of developing fandom of of not I mean not just Star Wars but I mean of DC Comics and Marvel Comics and everything else. I mean we got a real appreciation by finding more and more people who uh, maybe we didn't always agree, but we, we, we liked the same things. Right. And that, I, no. you know, it, it kind of brought us a sense of community in a lot of senses, which is, uh, I don't know. Again, something that I guess I can attribute to Star Wars because I, I, I loved finding more people who enjoyed this as much as I did. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 you think I'm missing anything? Oh... Is there an element of Star Wars that I haven't hit on just yet for you? I don't no, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. And and again, we don't have to like draw this out. Like the, the I just wanted to kind of touch base with you, share with with the people listening, uh, because because this is for for the Star Wars Day podcast or the Star Wars podcasting day episode. Uh, there, there there's a possibility that we there be there will be new listeners, and so this is our chance to uh, connect with them. In a, in a way that people eventually connected with us in, in our in our youth. So that's why I wanted to kind of get together with you, who, again, you and I were bonded at the hip about Star Wars for so long. Right. Uh, that, you know, I want to reach out to people who 
love Star Wars and, and want to have another Star Wars friend to talk to Star Wars, uh, talk about Star Wars with. And that's what I'm. That's what this podcast is all about. Dang it! Is that overly sentimental? I don't know. No, it's just it. It's cool. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's sentimental. You know, there's no. Well, you, no overly sentimental or you know yeah. me I'm the emotional one of the two of us you certainly are <laughs> <laughs> how many times have you cried watching Star Wars Mark because I can I've lost count <laughs> none <laughs> I've never once shed a tear during Star Wars how dare you <laughs> not even not even at how bad some of these movies have been lately. Well, that's a story for a different day. Right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> you didn't you, you didn't get emotional at the end of uh, season two of, of, of Mandalorian? No. <laughs> no. I I thought like I liked it. I, I like I thought it was cool seeing seeing Luke. We talked about this a little bit. Like I thought it was cool seeing Luke um until until we got the weird CGI, um, but uh, but no, I no no tears over uh, Mando and Baby Yoda's breakup. How dare you! Um, I, I you still know, I still cry watching it. <laughs> it was a nice moment. I roll a tear every time. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice moment, and I was you know take your helmet off, and he took his helmet off, and you know it was all. <laughs> it's all well and good, you know. Like I, I enjoyed it. Well, you're a hard man, Mark. You know, you, you, uh, you keep the motions in check. I and in I many suppose. senses, in many senses, you are the Jedi among us. Oh boy. You, you, you avoid attachment. <laughs> okay. You have a lightsaber. I wish. <laughs> It's probably a good thing I don't. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> uh oh, he might be more of a, of a Sith Lord than I thought. <laughs> I might be a little too tempted to go to the dark side. Well, I don't know. I'm the, I guess, like you said, I'm the emotional one, right? So I would be the one who swayed to the dark side. I uh, yeah, but you know, you love Obi Wan Kenobi, and I sit there and I think, well, you know, Anakin has a point. <laughs> Well, as usual, you and I are more complicated than I give us credit for. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, man, I think that's going to wrap up like your first appearance on MandoVision. How, how do you feel about it? Pretty good? I feel pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, have me back. I'll be on any time to talk about Star Wars. Well, listen, if there's if anyone listening to the show, uh, you know, maybe maybe they heard you talking about Star Wars and like, hey, that Mark guy he and I kind of feel the same way about some of this stuff. How, how could the people reach out to you? You're on the Twitter, right? I, I am. I hardly check it. Um, well, you're going to get yeah, a lot of notifications and, soon. So share, share, that? Okay. yeah, right. share that address, buddy. Share that at, uh, how's it go? It's like at M Wegemer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At M W E G E M. E R. All right, that, that, um, I'll, I'll repeat it again because it kind of fuzzed out there. But that's at M Wegemer, W E G E M E R with an M in front of that. Mark Wegemer. Yes, that's my bro. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. doing this. And oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say on Instagram it's M R Wegemer, like Mister Wegemer. Exactly. Except the the R is actually your middle name. Don't I know I know that. Don't worry. 
I, I know you know that. <laughs> I just clarify for the people who might think you're being very formal on Instagram. Uh, you yeah, know, sometimes I'm a formal person. <laughs> well, I listen, I appreciate you taking the time to, to, to hang out and kind of reminisce about our our early connections to, to Star Wars and, and kind of exploring a little bit of why it means so much to us, even to this day, why we're still uh, interested and fascinated. And it, it, we, 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 uh, we can't quit you, Star Wars. We can't quit you. I've come real close. Well, you, you've come closer than I have by <laughs> far, but <laughs> that's because you're, you're a more savage critic than I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, again, thank you for doing this with me. I, I, I hope some people have uh, enjoyed hearing us, us reminisce and, and kind of talk about our emotional connections to the material and, and why, uh, why we, we dig it so much and why it uh, has been so impactful, especially in, especially in our childhood, but even to this day. Yeah. All right, thank you, bud. I will talk to you later. Later. Hey, so there it is. That That's the conversation. I hope you had a good time listening to uh, my brother and I sort of reminisce about our early Star Wars memories. Uh, like I said, we, you know, we're, we're kids from the 80s, so, so we kind of grew up with it in a, in a different way than a lot of people are growing up with it nowadays. Um, but for us, it helped make it more endearing and more intrinsic to our childhood as, as we were, were latchkey kids and, and would just pop it on and watch it all summer long. And uh, it was fun to look back and, and kind of see where, where we got some of this stuff from and, and, and how it influenced us and, and why it still means so much to us. I think that was my favorite part was, was sort of exploring a little bit of why it's still so important to us. So, uh, yeah, again, I thank you all so much for listening to this. Uh, I, hope, I hope anyone who is new to the Men of Vision podcast uh, has a better sense of, of who I am and, and, and my connection to, to Star Wars. And again, like I said, I'd love to hear your connection to Star Wars. So, so reach out via social media. We're at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're liking the show, if you like what you heard today, make sure you, you subscribe and, and share this with all the other Mandalorians in your life. Yeah, because uh, our, a, a clan united is a clan stronger for sure. So thank you again for listening. If you're new to the show, welcome. I hope you stick around. Uh, if you are one of the dedicated listeners to Vision already, I thank you so much for listening to this again and and continue and, and for your continued support and and uh, everything you've done to help Mandovision be uh, such a successful and rewarding experience for me as as, as the guy uh, putting the show on. Uh, it means the world to me that everyone is is listening and and having a good time. So uh, for the Mandovision podcast, my name is Tom, and and I hope you'll join us. For our next exciting episode, right now we're 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 reviewing episodes. We're going back. We're rewatching Clone Wars, the animated series. Uh, we're we're getting deep into season one, and it's been a lot of fun to kind of go back and check these out, and 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 see what's going on. So I hope you come back for that show. Remember, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, all your favorite platforms, and uh, we're gonna keep cranking these shows out no matter what. So I hope everyone's having a great day checking out Star Wars Podcasting Day, twenty twenty one. Uh, it's so exciting to be a part of this. Uh, a special shout out to all my other fellow podcast, Star Wars podcast creators. I, I hope uh, everyone is doing well and that we, uh, we we continue to love this thing that we love so much. <laughs> I know that's not the most eloquent way to say it, but it, Star Wars has, has been uh, a, a true gift in my life. And I, I, I think a lot of you feel the same way. So let's close out the show and we do that. We close up the show as we always close up the show by letting you know that this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>